welcome to Looking Through a New Lens. This is the first official episode of our brand new podcast. My name is Lisa Polk, founder of Pollyanna's Place, and I have one of my colleagues here with me. Introduce yourself, ma'am. I am Letitia Lett. I am so honored, Lisa, that you allowed me to come and sit and enter this great discussion with you on today. Well, we're so thankful you're here. And we do not shy away from controversy here at Looking Through a New Lens. (laughs) Because we see (laughs) issues from many facets of experience. Absolutely. So let's just dive right in. You ready? I'm ready. I'm going to pose a question. One of the things about our field right now is professionalizing our field. And what does that look like? How do we do it? So when we're professionalizing it, my question is, are higher wages and more education qualifications the answer? There was an article in the Washington Post where Washington DC has increased their qualifications for all early childhood education teachers. And along with that, a lead teacher has to have a minimum of an associate's degree and a assistant teacher, a child development associate credential, and then a director, a bachelor's degree. And they have set up a fund to assist with increasing those wages for those individuals. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. What do you think? Well, I think... um that I think that's a good start absolutely I think it's a great start but in when it becomes a look into professionalism I like to start with the individual Um, we have to take ownership of how we handle our own selves in the workplace we have to take if you need a course, if you need, you know, an etiquette class, anything, um, those are things that are taught uh, maybe in high school or, you know, and mm-hmm. as a young adult. Uh, and if, you know, some parents instill that in their children at young <laughs> ages, who knows? Uh-huh. But however, though, it has to be in an individualized Um, viewpoint and paradigm Um, for instance being a professional there's just basic rules how to arrive on time what to wear Um, following the company rules those are all professional steps that an individual can take now to attract people more people into this field because we all know everyone across all entities of job searches they everyone is struggling to find people um we've absolutely so to attract more people into our field i think starting with wages and education it's a great first step but you know professionalism should really start with the individual i agree and i also want to take that most of us they the society in general has had an opportunity to really see the value in early childhood education. And it's things we've known, the Perry Preschool Project tracks children that attend high quality 
early childhood and how that helps them to um, be less likely to do drugs, less likely to have risky sexual behavior, more likely to complete college, more likely to, you know, not be incarcerated. Absolutely. And so we know what high quality early childhood means for kids. So when you think about, I, when I think about wages, I'm gonna break it into two parts. When I think about wages, childcare programs only have one pot of funding to work with. So they would all love to pay the highest wages on the planet. Absolutely. As possible, but there's only one pot of money. So like Washington DC, there needs to be another pot of money that goes to support those wages. Absolutely, especially we see a lot of small business owners. So you might have um, a young woman who is deciding to do a family child care center mm -hmm. and it's her and maybe she needs to hire an assistant. She would love to pay the highest competitive wage for her assistant, but how is she gonna compete with the large corporate child care centers that have franchises across the country mm -hmm. that that's going to be pretty difficult so she you know being a small business owner she would need something or mm -hmm. he i'm being <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be inclusive on we're going to be inclusive absolutely he or she um would need some support from mm -hmm. somewhere to offer a competitive wage mm -hmm. for a quality assistant teacher. Absolutely. And I think for the second piece, the more education, it's beyond that. It's the quality of the education. You can have all the degrees in the world and still stink and have be a terrible teacher. And Absolutely. so our whole, the way that we prepare teachers must change. When I, I taught college, I taught, um, at a technical college in the Atlanta area. And we need to prepare our students differently. They need to be prepared on taking that knowledge when they have it and using it in a classroom. They don't know how to use it. Absolutely. But then they need the highest quality, most recent research-based knowledge in order for them to be the best teacher that they can be and Absolutely. empower them to do so. And so for me, I think more degrees are great as long as the salary can support them and there's funding to support them, but we've got to revamp our system on how we prepare our teachers. And I totally agree. So as someone who recently I've been looking for um, a, a program to do my master's degree, mm -hmm. it is so difficult to find a research-based child quality early childhood master's program where I am here in this state because a lot of the universities and colleges in my area think that early childhood is just pre-k and kindergarten first grade mm -hmm. Maybe and yes, third. and I'm looking for zero to five and really zero to eight because once again lots of studies early childhood needs to be extended to eight years old. Mm -hmm. By the time, psychology says, by the time a child is eight years old, their whole paradigm about the world and how it works has been formed and is solidified. Everything mm -hmm. after that is the learn, relearn, and unlearn process. So it's been 
really difficult to find a quality program that's gonna get me excited and challenge what I already know because I've been in this field for 23 years now. Mm -hmm. So in order to further my education, I just don't wanna take any, just to say I have, I have this master's degree in early childhood education. I don't want to do that. I want something that's aligned with my career goals and my passion. Mm -hmm. So we definitely as a country need to become more aligned and make it more universal. Mm -hmm. Like we have best standards for a classroom. We need to have best standards also for the education for the teachers who are going to be in the classroom. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Another way to professionalize our field. National standards that are aligned across yes. our state. Across every... Say it's not so. <laughs> I would love it. Absolutely. <laughs> and I've also had the pleasure of living in different states. And the requirements are different. I've lived for several years in three different states up and down the East Coast. It's different in everyone, and it's kind of difficult, even as an adult, to go from state to state, and everybody does something different. And the quality standards, which is another podcast <laughs> of topic. And that will come at another time. <laughs> yes. I will not get on my soapbox about the quality standards, but that is something. It's It takes a moment to adjust, and it shouldn't be so. I agree. And I just feel like, and just even as we sit here and talk about this issue, it's very complex. It is. And it's more than just wages and degrees. There's levels, there's levels to the madness, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. And so those standards, even the coaching and training that's out there available. It's the coaching is very limited. Also, you know, a lot of times programs lean on the curriculum specialist to also be the coach. But what about in and coaching is also new to early childhood. This is something that just have it's just evolved in these past few years to become more of a needed position within a program. Absolutely. Um but to go back to our original question about, you know, what can we do to professionalize our career, our passion? Yes. I like to call it my passion that because mine. I can do this with my eyes closed. I've had, I can't tell you how many dreams I've had where I'm doing something in a classroom or, you know, it's something new and innovative. I'm always researching and looking for something great to do to change these little lives and have a great impact. But we need to, I don't know how, maybe we should get an airplane, you know, way back in the day where the airplanes would have the Goodyear blimp or something. <laughs> you know, we are not daycare. Do we, we don't babysit. <laughs> we don't babysit. Um, in a good, a quality early childhood environment they are learning are we singing songs yes but they're learning are we 
caring for are we feeding them absolutely are we attending to a child's needs absolutely but they're learning in those moments um even think about a child a child who is going through potty training that's not fake that's work they're learning how to control their body you know so I would like to have several blimps going around the country <laughs> saying we are not babysitters. We don't just sit and watch TV. We, you know, ah, <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> no TV. We don't. It depends hit. on what part of the country you're in. Oh well, <laughs> well, you might have a point there, Lisa. <laughs> but you know, we're not sitting and eating goldfish and on tablets all day playing Roblox <laughs> with the children. Agreed. You know. We're in there with magnet tiles and brain flakes and wooden blocks and things like that. So if we can, I would love to see what we can do to change the world, the country's perspective on what we actually do. And if we could just erase that word daycare mm -hmm. away from our vocabulary, that would be great. <laughs> exactly. And look at things from a fresh perspective. Absolutely. Our field is evolving so much and we need to evolve with it. We need to let go of some of those traditional hierarchical, well, that was a big word for me to not get out correctly, <laughs> that the hierarchy of just the way leadership is and that expectation of what that is supposed to look like. Absolutely. We need to get away from all of that. And that's also another podcast for Ooh, another yes. time. <laughs> leadership. Um, so we... It is very important that our field continues to move forward and with passionate people helping to have the discussions to help to move it forward and to be able to have open people's perspective and help to shift their paradigms so that they can also grow as our field grows and as things change and as things change and we do professionalize our field more there may be some programs that won't make it through that shift. And Absolutely. you know what? That's okay. But at least our field is continuing to shift and continuing to grow. And this is prime time for people to pay attention to what we do and actually have that different lens and look at it differently. I totally agree. Um, for so long, we have just been... You know, early child care has to look like this. You have to have a lead teacher. You have to have an assistant teacher. And you have to have so many children. And they're supposed to be lined up like little ducks. One teacher at the front, one teacher at the back. And hips on lips. <laughs> hips on lips. Lips on hips. Fingers and, on hips. Lips. And the catching of the bubble and the crisscross applesauce, you know, with the evolution of our field, our children have evolved too. That doesn't work with us, with you the children that we have now. And COVID proved that. So what was working, I won't even go that for pre-COVID. I was going to say, wait, I don't know if it was working. <laughs> it, it wasn't what was working pre-COVID, did not work during COVID. And now that we're, you know, moving closer to the end of you know, the major illnesses and that whole pandemic. At least to era. a safer place. 
That's a great way to say it. I'm going to put on my political hat. Absolutely. Please. A safer place. That takes me back because I said stink. So that negates the fact that I said stinking teachers. (laughs) Stinking teachers. (laughs) Earlier. Absolutely. We just need, you know, to keep evolving. And once again, if we, those of us who are, are passionate about this and we wake up every morning and say, I'm going into the fray once more <laughs> because I've got on my bulletproof vest. <laughs> and we know it's not because of the wage. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We have, you know, a red cape somewhere <laughs> that's like flapping in the wind. Yes. But we Wonder Woman. <laughs> right. We need to take responsibility for our ability in this. And once we become united within each other and say and hold each other accountable you know what miss lisa you shouldn't have said stinking teachers earlier (laughs) i didn't have my political hat on miss tish please don't say the end of the pandemic (laughs) those things like that so once we hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. the professionalism will change a bit i will say um Because, you know, we're standing united. And if I say, you know, today was just not a quality day. Try again tomorrow. We're going to figure out what worked, what did not work. Um, But that also comes with the leadership and the coaching. (laughs) Another podcast episode. (laughs) But we're um, getting a list going here. That's great. (laughs) And please do have me come back because this is fun. We need to... In my opinion, we our professionalism really could start with us because mm-hmm. it just cringes my heart every time I turn on the news and next at six, daycare worker under fire, arrested earlier for CY, stay tuned, whatever it is. Hot sauce on a tongue for discipline. Right. It Ice was down cr- pants. For discipline. We had one recently. They they had a fighting ring. Like <laughs> they were making the toddlers fight, and I was like, "W." They are building the next group of pro wrestlers or boxers. You know what, Emmett? We need more MMA fighters. Absolutely. <laughs> Starting at two. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So. <laughs> Holding each other accountable in those moments would definitely help us, you know, become more professional. It somebody could said some. We could say things earlier, sooner. If you know, you see people down a going down a path. So you know, being brave enough to say. I'm going to show up tomorrow. Johnny threw up all over my clothes today. I'm going to show up tomorrow. Anna is sick. I've told mom, hey, there's green stuff coming out her nose. She needs to go to the doctor. I'm still going to show up. And if I do something, I'm I, I'm relying on my colleagues to say, mm, that's not best practices. Here, let me help you out. That would help with the professionalism too. Mm-hmm. But we would all love a, a nice increase in our wages. I think so too. Yeah. We're going to dream big. We are definitely going to dream big. Mm-hmm. Give me a million dollars a year. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah. And then we don't 
violence. <laughs> Student law. Censor! 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 <laughs> she doesn't have her political hat on. <laughs> Edit that out, please. But yes, a million dollars would be great. Yes, I think so. And you know, we could talk about this topic just for hours and we definitely will continue to talk about this as well as other things because it's important and it matters absolutely our children matter and um we want to extend the opportunity for the listeners to um email us questions because one of the things that we want this podcast to do is to be a um a source of support and assistance for early childhood educators and leaders. Um, so that if there's a situation that you're just like, man, I just need to look at this through a new lens, then email us your situation. We'll do some research. We'll get it all together for you and we'll talk about it. And then we'll help to see all sides of it and hopefully be able to assist with strategies to make solutions for going forward and making it better and if we can't understanding why it has to be a certain way um from all of these different lenses and just just being that support and helping to helping people find answers helping people to just have that place that they can ask questions and it's okay a safe place to ask any question they want to ask and you know i i had the pleasure of speaking to you a little while ago and i'm really excited about this podcast um if you remember the conversation i said you know i think sometimes we go through different things not for ourselves but to inspire and empower someone else that's whatever the situation that we thought was very very difficult it necessarily wasn't for us. If we learn something, that's great. And you know, of course, being an educator, I believe all experiences, we were meant to learn something from. Absolutely. So maybe whatever you've gone through or, you know, when they pose these questions and you offer these solutions, it is always meant to help and uplift and empower the people. It's always about the people behind us, mm-hmm. right? So. Absolutely. And I believe that. I feel that way as well. I feel like all the knowledge and experience that I've been given was not for me alone. It was for me to share with others so that I can then increase my capacity for more experience and more knowledge. And um, I just believe that we may not always have an answer, but we can have discussion around why there may not be an answer. There may be some questions that there is no definitive answer for them. (laughs) The research says this, this is what's happening in our field. This is, but we can pull all of that together so that we can have discussion around it and there can be some wisdom and understanding around change or no change and the discussion might lead to an answer absolutely absolutely it might. when there is none yes so if anyone would like to email a question or if there is a specific topic that you would like us to discuss 
Um, you can send your email. We're also going to put the email in the description of the podcast, but it's pollyannasplace at gmail.com and it's Pollyannas, but with one L. Um, but it'll be in the description. So please feel free, email us. And we are going to air our podcast every Wednesday. Um, and so please be ready for it. Set your alerts. We're going out on all of the different podcast streamings, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're going to be there. So um, please tune in and um, we look forward to talking to you again. And I just want to thank Letitia for joining thank me in this conversation. And we'll have other people as well joining us. So you'll hear more from Letitia as we go along. She's doing the smile and the hands up right now. You can't see that, but that's what she's doing. (laughs) And so, but we will have um, lots of diverse voices joining us. Um, So please, we look forward to our next episode. And please tune in and share it with your friends. Absolutely. Share, share, share. Until next time.